Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chapter 18 of The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dion Gines, Salt Lake City, Utah. The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain. Chapter 18. Colonel Grangerford was a gentleman, you see. He was a gentleman all over, and so was his family. He was well born, as the saying is, and that's worth as much in a man as it is in a horse. So the widow Douglas said, and nobody ever denied that she was of the first aristocracy in our town. And Pap, he always said it too, though he weren't no more quality than a mudcat himself. Colonel Grangerford was very tall and very slim, and had a darkish, paley complexion, not a sign of red in it anywheres. He was clean-shaved every morning all over his thin face, and he had the thinnest kind of lips, and the thinnest kind of nostrils, and a high nose, and heavy eyebrows, and the blackest kind of eyes sunk so deep back that they seemed like they was looking out of caverns at you, as you may say. His forehead was high, and his hair was black and straight, and hung to his shoulders. His hands was long and thin, and every day of his life he put on a clean shirt and a full suit from head to toe, made out of linen so white it hurt your eyes to look at it. And on Sundays he wore a blue tailcoat with brass buttons on it. He carried a mahogany cane with a silver head to it. There weren't no frivolishness about him, not a bit, and he weren't ever loud. He was as kind as he could be. You could feel that, you know, and so you had confidence. Sometimes he smiled, and it was good to see, but when he straightened himself up like a liberty pole, and the lightning began to flicker out from under his eyebrows, you wanted to climb a tree first and find out what the matter was afterwards. He didn't ever have to tell anybody to mind their manners. Everybody was always good-mannered where he was. Everybody loved to have him around, too. He was sunshine most always. I mean, he made it seem like good weather. 
when he turned into a cloud-bank it was awful dark for half a minute and that was enough there wouldn't nothing go wrong again for a week when him and the old lady came down in the morning all the family got up out of their chairs and gave them good day and didn't set down again till they had set down then tom and bob went to the sideboard where the decanter was and mixed a glass of bitters and handed it to him and he held it in his hand and waited till tom's and bob's was mixed and then they bowed and said our duty to you sir and madame and they bowed the least bit in the world and said thank you and so they drank all three and bob and tom poured a spoonful of water on the sugar and the mite of whisky or apple brandy in the bottom of their tumblers and give it to me and buck and we drank to the old people too bob was the oldest and tom next tall beautiful men with very broad shoulders and brown faces and long black hair and black eyes they dressed in white linen from head to foot like the old gentleman and wore broad panama hats then there was miss charlotte she was twenty-five and tall and proud and grand but as good as she could be when she weren't stirred up but when she was she had a look that would make you wilt in your tracks like her father she was beautiful so was her sister miss sophia but it was a different kind she was gentle and sweet like a dove and she was only twenty each person had their own nigger to wait on them buck too my nigger had a monstrous easy time because i weren't used to having anybody do anything for me but bucks was on the jump most of the time this was all there was of the family now but there used to be more three sons they got killed and emmeline that died the old gentleman owned a lot of farms and over a hundred niggers sometimes a stack of people would come there horseback from ten or fifteen mile around and stay five or six days and have such junketings round about and on the river and dances and picnics in the woods daytimes and balls at the house nights these people was mostly kinfolks of the family the men brought their guns with them it was a handsome lot of quality i tell you there was another clan of aristocracy around there five or six families mostly of the name of shepherdson they was as high-toned and well-born and rich and grand as the tribe of grangerfords the shepherdsons and grangerfords used the same steamboat landing which was about two mile above our house so sometimes when i went up there with a lot of our folks i used to see a lot of the shepherdsons there on their fine horses one day buck and me was away out in the woods hunting and heard a horse coming we was crossing the road buck says quick jump for the woods we done it and then peeped down the woods through the leaves pretty soon a splendid young man come galloping down the road setting his horse easy and looking like a soldier he had his gun across his pommel i had seen him before it was young harney shepherdson 
i heard buck's gun go off at my ear and harney's hat tumbled off from his head he grabbed his gun and rode straight to the place where we was hid but we didn't wait we started through the woods on a run the woods weren't thick so i looked over my shoulder to dodge the bullet and twice i seen harney cover buck with his gun and then he rode away the way he come to get his hat i reckon but i couldn't see we never stopped running till we got home the old gentleman's eyes blazed a minute twas pleasure mainly i judged then his face sort of smoothed down and he says kind of gentle i don't like that shooting from behind a bush why didn't you step into the road my boy the shepherdsons don't father they always take advantage miss charlotte she held her head up like a queen while buck was telling his tale and her nostrils spread and her eyes snapped the two young men looked dark but never said nothing miss sophia she turned pale but the color come back when she found the man weren't hurt soon as i could get buck down by the corn cribs under the trees by ourselves i says did you want to kill him buck well i bet i did what did he do to you him he never done nothing to me well then what did you want to kill him for why nothing only it's on account of the feud what's a feud why where was you raised don't you know what a feud is never heard of it before tell me about it well says buck a feud is this way a man has a quarrel with another man and kills him then that other man's brother kills him then the other brothers on both sides goes for one another then the cousins chip in and by and by everybody's killed off and there ain't no more feud but it's kind of slow and takes a long time has this one been going on long buck well i should reckon it started thirty year ago or summers along there there was trouble about something and then a lawsuit to settle it and the suit went again one of the men and so he up and shot the man that won the suit which he would naturally do of course anybody would what was the trouble about buck land i reckon maybe i don't know well who done the shooting was it a grangerford or a shepherdson laws how do i know it was so long ago don't anybody know oh yes pa knows i reckon and some of the other old people but they don't know now what the row was about in the first place has there been many killed buck yes right smart chance of funerals but they don't always kill pa's got a few buckshot in him but he don't mind it cos he don't weigh much anyway bob's been carved up some with a bowie and tom's been hurt once or twice has anybody been killed this year buck yes we got one and they got one about three months ago my cousin bud fourteen-year-old 